Does anybody else, did anybody else notice that uh, Nikolai Coster-Waldau looks exactly like Jason Schultz? Uh, I don't think I ever I considered that It didn't before. pop out to me, but now I'm thinking about it. Oh, because that's what I thought. Like, you know, he shows up in the movie and I'm like, oh, I didn't know Jason was in this one. It, he just looks like Jamie to me. He does. It's, uh, just, well, it's, yeah. it's hard to get that out of your head. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he, he looks like later seasons Jamie. Gemma yeah. Lannister. Gemma, the king slayer. Yes, exactly. Jenna Lannister. Okay. That one. That's the one. Yeah. Keep that one. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So, like, this is the earth around... Can I just... Can I, can I promise you guys that I'm going to stop smoking? Yeah. Can I promise you that right now? Yeah, see, it's not. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's only what, only promise me if you, you think you, you can, can do it. That's one of those one thing, one of those things where you, it's not a promise to other people. It's literally just to yourself. You, yeah. you can't ever do it for someone else. You literally it's just hard. Do it for it's you. hard to keep myself accountable, though. You know, it's like I don't know. It's always that quick fix. Mm-hmm. Instead yeah. of smoking a cigarette, just uh, light a napkin and put put that in your mouth. After the third or fourth time of setting your beard on fire, I think you'll be okay. Not right now, Bill. Oh, okay, not right now. Yeah. Not in the house. Not in the house. <laughs> Literally After the cast. shove a napkin in your mouth like a ball. <laughs> it works. Okay. I'm currently not smoking. <laughs> in the hospital, but I'm not smoking. Welcome back to Sci-Fi Cross-Sections, a weekly podcast dedicated to everything science fiction. It's me, your sci-fi boy, Colin Brandon, and with me tonight is... I'm Bill Jarvis. Andrew's back. And tonight we are talking about the 2013 sci-fi post-apocalyptic adventure film, Oblivion. Oblivion was uh, written by Carl Gajdusik, <laughs> Michael DeBrun... I don't know, Michael DeBrun, uh, based on a graphic novel made by Joseph Kosinski. Kosinski. You know who I'm talking about. John Krasinski? Yeah, John Krasinski. No, Joseph Krasinski. And uh, he also directed the damn thing. So he made the graphic novel and then was like, I really want to make this into a movie. And he was able to. Nice. Um, Follow your dreams, Joseph. Just so you guys know, Joseph also directed the movie Tron Legacy. Mm. So he's big sci-fi boy. Um, anyways, the film is starring uh, Thomas Cruise, uh, Morgan Freeman, Olga Kulienko, Andrea Riseborough? I don't know. And Nicolaj Costa-Waldau. And mm. Melissa Leo. Academy Award winning Melissa Leo. Ah, Academy Award winning Melissa Leo. Thank you. Thank you for throwing that in there. Yeah, that's how you know she's the bad guy. Uh, music <laughs> was by Anthony Gonzalez of the French Electronic Music Project M83 and Ooh. Joseph Trapanese. Uh, 
The budget was a whopping $120 million. Wow. I feel like you could trust him with that after Tron Legacy, though, you know? Yeah. That's not a hard sell. And the box office was $287.9 million. Hey, they did it. There you they go. They did it. They did a do it. Huh? And I think that concludes that. Uh, Bill, could you give us a brief synopsis? Well, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. In the year 2077, Jack Harper works as a security repairman on an Earth left empty and devastated after a war with aliens. Jack has two weeks left before his mission ends, and he joins his fellow survivors on a faraway colony. However, Jack's concept of reality comes crashing down after he rescues a beautiful stranger from a downed spacecraft. The woman's arrival triggers a chain of events that culminates in Jack's nearly single-handed battle to save mankind. It's Oblivion. Mori wind. Oh wait, that's the Harry Potter theme song. Hmm. Never mind. Uh, I've actually... Actually, I, was, I, I love the, the ending credit Oblivion song going on. Anyway, sorry. Mm-hmm. Well done. Um, but no, I mean, before we get into it, I just wanted, wanted to talk about the music real quick. I thought it was fantastic. Mm. That's yeah, like my, yeah, yeah. One of the best parts of the movie, honestly. I, I think that I've actually had this like alpha wave like playlist for relaxation thing. And it's like half the music on there is this Oblivion <laughs> soundtrack. Like it's so freaking good. Yeah. I, uh, when I got done with the movie, I ended up just putting on the soundtrack and sitting at my desk for a while. For real, it's okay. All right, boys. Um, so for both of you, this is your first time watch. That's yep. right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so I saw this in theaters when it first came out, and I remembered the big plot twists. Uh, that you, you know you find out about who the uh, um scavs really are. Oh my god. Okay. So if you couldn't <laughs> see that telegraph from a mile away, oh, I yeah, feel no, like <laughs> No, it's obvious. It's obvious. It's completely obvious because you realize that when they show the scavs, they're not showing the scavs. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh right. it's but, like if you wanted them to be scary monsters, you would have given us more. Um, yeah, so and it's it, like and it's a trope that just keeps coming that comes back, you know. Cause it's cool. It's it's cool, but it also we is you can see it coming away. You know, you've got to be more clever than that. Give us more yeah. credit as the audience. But anyway, sorry, go ahead. No, it's uh, that's um uh, I remembered that part specifically, but I don't remember anything else. So <laughs> well, how many years later is it? That's uh disgusting. It's like eight years later since this movie came out. Yeah. Um, for the most of it felt fresh to me, which I was actually really happy about. I enjoyed the the experience again a second time because it was fresh. Good. That's nice when you do that. When you're just like, ah, you know, do I really want to watch this movie again? And then you sit down and it's like watching a new movie. You're like, wow, this is awesome. And I also have terrible memory. So like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, take take advantage of it when you can. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Oblivion. Uh, was this so, your pick or was this this was my pick? This was that my was your pick. pick. Okay, all right. Just make a chip. Yeah. yeah I, 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 go ahead, Bill. I'm sorry. 
I was just going to say, I, I feel like, I feel like one of my biggest complaints about this movie is it was a little bit boring to me and the plot twists weren't really there for me because I sort of knew what was going on after about 10 to 15 minutes of the movie. They kind of let, they kind of like, they kind of parted the backstage a little too much for me. Like just a little bit, they gave a little bit too much until I was just like, yep, I figured it out. I know exactly what's going on. Ex I knew that there had to be something weird about Tom Cruise and that turned out to be clones, but it could have been anything, you know, but at the same time I knew like, okay, so they're actually working for the bad guys. That's what I so said within it, the first 15 minutes. So in, insert trope here. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. I um, thought, I thought that in, in the beginning, I was just like the, they're, I, they are the bad guys or they're working for the bad guys. So, <clears throat> Um, and we're not getting into good sci-fi or bad sci-fi yet. We're kind of just, I guess, first impressions of the movie. Um, but Bill, it's funny that you, this is kind of your opinion because this is, I think, the majority of critics that reviewed this film. It was all kind of the same thing. In They were all saying, uh, shots, breathtaking, gorgeous movie, score, amazing, awesome, script, uh, yeah. Uh, that's that's basically all they were saying um which yeah that's yeah, fine I, I think that's fair i think that's fair because i mean that's it's full of tropes it's just it's just a bunch of tropes put together that you know make a cool movie and tom cruise kind of carries it and then you know oh, he, he, to be fair he carries most of his movies but yeah. mm -hmm. whether true. he needs to they or call not, him the ringer whether he needs to or not he just picks that shit up and runs with it yeah. um andrew what did you think I thought it was interesting. I didn't really, um, I didn't quite pick up on the, uh, tropes quite as well as Bill did. So, you know, when, um, I mean, yeah, I kind of figured that, um, the scavs were going to end up being, you know, regular people. I didn't know if they were going to be good or evil or, or kind of what was going to go on there. And then I did not see the, uh, <laughs> I didn't see the clone thing coming, uh, at all. Um, so I thought, I thought that was refreshing. I Yeah, I somehow missed this movie in uh, 2013 when it came out. I think this was the brief period of times where I was like not seeing movies in theaters for some reason. Like I had just finished, um, let me think. I hadn't worked at the movie theater for a couple of years and uh, was not really seeing movies in theater. Not for any particular reason. Uh, unless it was silent protest for paying for movies because I hate paying for movies. Mm -hmm. Even now I hate paying for movies, you know, having to give Bill the uh, uh, $19 for um, Dune no. was painful. Yeah, right. I didn't even mean to forget. I was just like, I'm just so used to not paying for movies. I know, I know. So, um, no, I, I uh, but I was, uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I, I like Tom Cruise as an actor. Um, I always, I, I think I forget a lot that I like Tom Cruise as an actor. I think most people you know, do. Everybody kind of remembers like the crazy, like, um, what was it? Oh, uh, Ellen interview that he did. No, it was Oprah. Oprah interview. Oprah. I thought it was either Oprah yeah. or Ellen, but. Yeah. That's, that's the Tom Cruise that we all know exists, but I, ch yeah. I, I choose to pretend like that's not a thing when I'm watching the movie. Cause Tom Cruise is one of those actors where you never stop seeing that it's Tom Cruise. Like Gary Oldman, right. Gary Oldman, <laughs> right. five minutes in, you can forget that that's fucking Gary Oldman. You oh, yeah, he just he blends in. Yeah, you believe that he is his character. Yeah. Uh, a lot of actors can do that. 
but yeah someone like tom, tom cruise, cruise is always tom cruise bill murray is always bill murray tom cruise is always bill, tom yeah, cruise bill, yeah you yeah. never drop that charade mm -hmm. yeah there there are there are a few actors that are like that that just blend seamlessly in but it, it's kind of the opposite effect for uh for tommy boy yeah um, then he always plays a character named jack yeah jack, Reacher, to say jack jack Harper. reacher jack ryan that's he Jack just, Hunt. He never played Jack Ryan. The movie Legend. <laughs> um, I think he played a, a Jack in the movie Jerry Maguire. Jack Jack in The Incredibles. Right. Yeah. 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 Jack Black in School of Rock. <laughs> he was. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> um, Unacceptable. Uh, no, I think Jack is just one of those unfortunate names that people are like. What's my character's name? We're gonna call him Jack. Yeah. Everyone has that, yeah. Um, no, but I, I still, no matter what, I think he always does a superb job. I, I think mm -hmm. he is a very talented and dedicated actor. From what I've heard, he's very intense. He wants to do it right. Um, mm -hmm. he's, he's one of those actors that wants to go look at the footage after a, a shot and see what it was like and maybe do it again. Like I, I appreciate that, though. That's where, to me, that's what yeah. an artist is when it comes to that's acting. That's a good actor. So that's definitely a good idea. I do appreciate that. Um, as long as we're uh, riding on this cast, uh, Morgan Freeman, that dude could show oh, that was up a on pleasant set. Surprise! That dude could show up on set and just mm -hmm. hang out, and it doesn't feel like a bad performance. Like I was, I'm fine with Morgan Freeman. Always a yeah. I didn't even know he was in this movie. I didn't yeah, know I anything didn't. about this movie. Actually, I got I, managed to get nothing. Uh, just went in totally blind. Yeah, I just jumped on HBO Max and flipped on, and there was nothing about this movie other than the sort of atmosphere and the fact that he was high up in the air that I remember mm -hmm. about this movie. So everything was kind of like new to me. Um, yeah, well, I'm glad you guys had that experience. Uh, and then you got Olga, who plays oh, yeah. uh, Julia, his wife. Um, mm -hmm. This is like towards the end of her, she was doing a ton of things phase. Like she was a Bond girl before this. Uh yeah, she was in another movie she, she, that we she, reviewed. Was she? Which one was she in? Yeah, I can't remember uh, what it was, but I remember you struggling to pronounce Kirilenko. Yeah, I always will. I'm sorry. Um, I'm just going to go, I'm going to call her uh, Olga. She was in Johnny English. Did we review that? No. <laughs> no, she also was in the latest Black <laughs> Widow movie. Uh, so that was pretty oh. neat. Yeah, that was pretty neat. Um, anyways. Well, yeah, she she did fine. Uh, Andrea Riseborough. I hope I say her name. I thought she was great. Uh, was she the redhead? Yeah, yeah. I think she really sell uh, sold the whole um, betrayal thing midway. Yeah, and then you had uh, Nikolaj, who for me, I know he's a good actor, so I feel like he was kind of wasted on that role. But like, where else would you stick him? So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, a Tom was... Cruise show. That's what it is. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of out of nowhere. I mean that that's that's true. I mean he did his part, but it was kind of like a small bit part. So just interesting. Mm -hmm. It definitely felt like a you're famous right now in Game of Thrones. We're gonna put you in this movie. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Because he around this time he also did another movie. It was uh, about those like Egyptian gods or something. Oh God! God of gods of Egypt. God, oh, he, gods goodness. of Egypt. He played one of the gods. <laughs> he played. He played Horus. See, I didn't watch Horus. the movie. I, 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 he was Horace. I, I could not. I could Horus. not watch that movie. That just. 
I I looked at it. I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> We're now reviewing mm-hmm. Gods of Egypt. Yeah, stage yeah. next time. Yeah. Hey, you know what? That's a sci-fi movie, right? Yeah, I would, yeah. Let's see. Uh, directed by Alex Proyas, uh, and the uh, oh shit, the budget is one hundred forty million dollars. Can anybody guess the box office? Uh, Two million, eighty million dollars. Uh, it was one hundred fifty point seven million, Damn. which I think is still technically a flop. A flop. They you made their money oh. back. You have to double your yeah. money at least. Yeah. Yeah. So right. yeah. So yeah. You know, it wasn't a flop. What? Oblivion. Oblivion. That's true. Oblivion. It was not a flop. Okay. Uh, so back on Oblivion track. Here yeah. we go. Yep. Yeah. Was Olga Kurylenko? Uh, did we did we uh, review the Nome- uh, the November Man? Nope. Oh. And then I don't. Are know you just gonna, Are you in. just gonna sit there and try to? I'm finding out. Guess what movie I'm we trying to reviewed look. with her. If I have to just tune in here real quick and do this, I'm gonna be big mad. Oh no. Oh boy. You sure it just wasn't that time where we covered that Russian sci-fi movie and I just butchered every name that came across my desk? <laughs> it's not it's not impossible. That's probably what it was just every Russian name. Was it fifteen out. minutes of war? No. The very fast war. No. Okay. Yeah, she has not done like a lot of good things. Either way, all right. All right, back on track and break. Okay, so anyways, um, at what point, uh, so uh, Bill, uh, you kind of felt it was obvious right away, but what point was it mm-hmm. obvious for you? Uh, you know, it's hard because I, I, at the beginning of the movie, it had to be, you know, they, they, they explain that the world has been destroyed, mm-hmm. the moon blew up, uh, and uh it was from an alien invasion and um and then there's this faceless boss when there's a faceless boss you know sally sally was a you know it was either you know in my head i was just like sally is either a a fake you know a, a doctored image or uh sally is like brainwashed like they are you know, that's, that was the two options for me. And so, you know, as I watch this, I see a faceless boss. I, f- I see that they have amnesia from five years ago. That's it. And then I see, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I see, and then I see, um, mm-hmm. there's nobody else around. And, you know, there's obviously these towers, but they only know each other. So there's a whole world out there. And then there's forbidden zones that they can't go into something's hiding in there you know mm-hmm. and then also also the fact that when he was trapped in the underground area i mean we i think we all kind of figured out that they were humans at that point um you know they kind of like beat you over the head with the evidence for that one mm-hmm. um and um yeah no and and it feels like at that point it was obvious to me that there was something else going on that you know either humans had created their own destruction maybe like an ai or something or like the aliens had uh you know taken the planet and we destroyed ourselves somehow you know Mm. something like that something along those lines i thought so i felt like it was kind of telegraphed to be that they were actually working for the bad guys because it feels like that's a trope that comes up again and again that's supposed to be a huge twist but for me now i kind of see it coming 
Okay. You, maybe you've just reviewed too many sci-fi movies at this point. That's Maybe I watched 130 mm-hmm. sci-fi movies in two years. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> maybe that's it. That no, might be it. Sometimes I, I, <coughs> I lament the fact that I do this podcast purely mm. for the fact that when I watch a movie now, just for pure pleasure, like it's not anything I have to review, I'm being way more analytical than I need to be, and I, I just need to stop and enjoy it sometimes. So Yeah. No, that's, definitely. That's a big problem. Uh, Andrew, at I, what point... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's, like, oh. it's like when you're sitting in a room and you're just like, oh, yeah, I love that actor. That actor was in... Ta, 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 ta. I wonder who directed <laughs> this. I wonder what the budget was like. Did this hit the box office? Did yeah. we review this already? Yeah. Um, so, Andrew, at what point did it uh, kind of flip for you? Well, um, that's kind of... I'm trying to think of when that might have... Because I knew, I mean, obviously something was going on once she crash landed, um, when her pod crash landed, and then all the, uh, you know, they're killing all the survivor pods or whatever. I there was a bit of me that thought like, okay, you know, this um, Julia's character could be evil, you know, like they revive her and she could like, you know, turn on them. That's another trope that uh, you know I think is pretty prevalent. You know, the uh, character from the past that turns out to be evil, kind of thing. Um. I don't know if it ever really, I mean, I kind of, I kind of just rode the wave. I mean, I kind of figured, you know, found out when, uh, Tom Cruise's character finds out, you know, I might've been one or two steps ahead of him, but I mean, I was, I don't want to say I was like tuned out when I was watching this movie, but I did not have like my analytical brain engaged, which I think is a good way to watch this. Yeah, no, definitely. I think that's a better way to watch it. I think I ruined it for myself for sure. Probably. It could be. Um, well, I, I used my analytical brain all day at work today, so I had nothing left in the fried. tank. Uh, yeah. I was teaching mm-hmm. kids how to be analytical all day today, so my brain was fried. <laughs> no, it's it's a good. I was time. trying, I was trying to talk to adults analytically, and it just never worked <laughs> out. <laughs> Listen up, you little shits. We're gonna watch uh, Oblivion today. Listen, Bill. I didn't say I was good at my job. All right. <laughs> I'm not saying they're going to have analytical Can, brains. Is there a warranty leave. on these things? Yeah. Um, teachers? Absolutely. No, children. <laughs> no. Nope. Unfortunately, like if no. They, if they're not successful adults, can we just like... Uh, new business idea, though, Bill. Ooh, yeah. Hey. Child warranties. No returns for busted merchandise. Child warranties. Child warranties? That sounds... <laughs> Ooh. Sci-fi. <laughs> movie idea right, I got it. Okay, uh, it miller Thank edit you. this out because okay. i don't want some schlub to steal this idea. yeah enter scene child, requiring child, child warranty drink of water oh we could call it i'd like to talk to you about your child's extended warranty <laughs> oh god not again <laughs> i get this phone call from nevada every day yeah, well stop yep. answering phone calls from nevada i yeah, have to that's my job <laughs> okay to. you never know all right so, I kind of want to get away from the plot here a little mm. bit. I kind of want to get back into just how breathtaking it was. Mm. Uh, maybe that's why I like this movie so much. It's just because it was so gorgeous. Everything about it yeah. was gorgeous. It looked like they didn't cheapen it in any way. Like, you could always tell when a movie took a shortcut. Or like, ooh, yeah. you were coming up on the deadline for that visual effect, weren't you? Mm, that's bad. Yeah. I couldn't tell here. I couldn't tell. Yeah. The, yeah. the terrain in this movie looked a lot like uh, like Death Stranding. 
I wonder yes. if that's where Death Stranding got so some de- of the. Uh, so actually, it's New around. Zealand. I'm not New Zealand. Iceland. Uh, yeah. Iceland, yeah. De- Death yeah. Stranding. The inspiration for Death Stranding was Iceland. And it was the same so place here. So yeah, just kind of they cut went from the same cloth. They went to uh, Iceland for like 12 days to film this, and it wow. was um, two parts. One, he loved the barren, you know, like just nothing like the, i don't want to call it a gray, i don't call it a wasteland because it's it's gorgeous yeah. it's a beautiful right. beautiful place um but yeah it's just a different environment it's just really, really yeah it really kind of desolate i guess yeah 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 it kind of just gives you that and then um also they wanted to take advantage of having 24-hour light cycles like you could just film for days Ooh. without stopping oh, there you well, go that's a good that's yeah. a good point yeah so it was kind of like a, a dual thing so I bet you that's why a lot of people yeah. are out. Then, yeah. then you don't. Then you don't need to give any of the film crew any breaks. I love it. No, no. Yeah. Or, yeah. or you just hire twice as many people, and you're going to film for less days, yeah. so it works out. Fewer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you for correcting me. You <laughs> fuck. How dare you fucking correct me on my own fucking podcast? Get out of here, <laughs> son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Okay. Um. But yeah, I just want to talk about that. Also, I love the, uh, I always love it in post-apocalyptic movies when you get to see uh, prominent monuments and things. Yeah. Like the first time we really saw it was with uh, the the Planet of the Apes when you see the Statue of Liberty on the beach. Right, and- sticking out of the ground. What, what does he scream? He gets in the sand. You maniacs! You blew it up! <laughs> damn you damn you damn you all, all to hell, hell. yeah <laughs> from my cold talk. dead hands oh yeah um so that was great but uh i i loved seeing you know like the washington monument i love seeing i think yeah. you see the capitol building in the background and everything else yeah, is you just waste. the empire building but i really loved it when they had yeah, the empire state building and then you get like this little canyon next to it and you realize that canyon is just the streets of new york right i yeah. thought that was neat I don't know. Yeah, yeah no, no. Sure. It was, yeah, it was New cool. York Stadium. Yeah. And then there was, uh, I think as they were going through like the little canyon chase that's in every sci-fi movie, yeah. there was uh, this <laughs> point the where they- The Death Trench Run. Exactly. They passed <laughs> by the actual Statue of Liberty hand coming out of the side of the wall. Oh, I missed oh, it. I, I missed that. Was funny. Yeah, I, I missed lo- it. I love that you said Death Star Trench Run. Cause it's kind of funny, but- um, I, I saw one of the reviews for this film. They were like, well, this movie isn't like a reboot in any sort of way because it is kind of original in a lot of aspects. But it's literally just doing tropes from countless other sci-fi movies that were better is essentially what they, they said, <laughs> which I, I get that. Mm-hmm. But as this is one of those things where they're just not going to take it away from me. I, I think it's still a good movie. I thought it was fun. Yeah. I thought. I thought everything about the, like we said, visually and sonically, a soundtrack was just pleasing. It was just pleasing. I love the soundtrack on this movie. Mm-hmm. I cannot say that enough. It's just so beautiful. I'm probably going to listen to it again tonight when we get Yeah, I'm probably going to listen to it tonight. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, those are kind of my big takeaways. Uh, boys, if you want to roll over to the sci-fi aspect get sci-fi sci-fi section sci-fi engaged so um you know in terms of like oh i guess big themes to try to take away from this i'm not really seeing too much uh definitely Mm. take care of the planet could be one of them (laughs) yeah maybe i don't know 
Um, I mean, I feel like there's a couple things like there's, you know, cloning and the fact that, you know, are you your body or are you your set of memories? Ah, you, you know, Julia, that's good. Oh, we're talking like, about the nature, seat of consciousness. Nature versus uh, nurture kind of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Are you going to still be oh. the person you are no matter what? Yeah. Um, yeah. If you lose your memories, are you dead? Oh yeah, does it make oh, you a bad what, person? What was your uh, your uh, the your Greek mythology reference? It was with the 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 ship ship of oh, Theseus. Oh yeah, ship, oh, of, ship Theseus. of Theseus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. if you replace every part of that out, ship, is it still the same ship? Exactly. Which I found out was actually a big theme, and I have not seen it. Was Wandavision? I have not seen Wandavision, oh. and apparently that's like oh. the big theme in that show. Oh, I I, I thought the big theme was. I know you love these sitcoms when you were younger. Just sit back and enjoy it. Also, Marvel. I did love those sitcoms when I was younger. So did I. I watched all kinds of Three's Company. I w- even watched the black and white ones. I love sitcoms. Oh, yeah. Lucy show. And then I, I be- love Lucy. And then I became an adult, and I see right through what a sitcom actually is. Marketing ploy. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, what else do I want to say? Oh, so, so how do you guys feel? I, I kind of go back to the clone thing. How do you guys feel about uh, Tech 52 coming in and just basically stepping into that role with Julia <laughs> and becoming dad? Just swoosing in to be her dad? Yeah, no. And I was like, I was actually kind of confused. So his suit said 52, right? Right. Um, But like when Tom, when, when, you know, whatever Jack Reacher or whatever his name is, went back to the base for the old 52s. Uh, med kit for the old 52s, uh, home or whatever. Yeah, yeah, for the, the med, med kit. kit. Yeah, when he went back there, like, like did did he have the 52 at that point or no, what? no, no, no? no. I don't think she, I don't think she was paying attention. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Oh, my my uh, my government enforced husband is uh, half blown up, but that's par for the course. Bye, honey. Well, that that, that is kind of his <laughs> thing, though. He always comes back just crazy, dirty, like ah, I did right. stuff I wasn't supposed to do. So she mm-hmm. was used to it at that point. Um, I don't know. I I thought uh, I just thought Julia lost her husband, got her husband back as a clone, proves to be still her husband. Mm-hmm. He dies, and then she has another husband. At this yep. point, she has a lot of husbands left on this planet. Okay. Live, die, repeat, husband <laughs> of tomorrow. At least 47 other, or 48 other ones. Andrew, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Live, die. At least 51, I was going to say at, at least 51 50. others, or yeah. 58 uh, others. Mary, at this point. Because that one was 52. Mary, yeah. kill, repeat. Yeah. Yeah, Mary, kill, yeah, fuck, Mary, repeat. Oh, fuck, what if these are in the same universe, and in the, t- it, live, die, repeat, it's a different Tom Cruise every time. It's just no one yeah, of his clones. Yeah, different, different timeline. Damn. And that's how the Earth gets ruined, is those damn bug yep. crazy things, that alien things they're fighting. Guys, it's all there. Also, this is the it's year there. 2077, which is the same as the Cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> Yeah, two very different worlds. You got one world that's like, wow, and then you got uh, this guy. And you got yeah, this one here. <laughs> I want no 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 I want to hear it Andrew go ahead I don't I don't <laughs> my 
my name is Jack Reacher. I'm here from the deepest depths of space to fight robots. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to kill the damn robot aliens. I'm here. It's me. Give me a... I'm pretty sure I was doing Mass Effect there. That was I was doing Mass Effect. Every time every time you get killed, and then you go, oh shit! I haven't saved for like three hours. Oh man, you got to do all those loyalty missions again. Nope, just been driving around the Mako, going off sweet jumps for thirty minutes. Okay. Um. All right. Well, yes. Uh, so, Bill, I do appreciate the the cloning thing, and yes, it does bring up kind of answers. Are uh, you know, with memories, and if you make a clone, are they going to have the same memories? Which I think science says no. It's your yeah, experiences right. that make your memories, right. not your genetic yeah. code. But but um, I mean, if someone inserted the memories in there, they would be there. But like, but at the same time, like, it also makes you think like. And this is just taking it a little too far. Um, <laughs> is thinking like if someone if someone's memories degrade, like you know, with dementia patients and stuff like that, and they've completely forgotten who they are. The most people find comfort in saying like, "Well, the person that they were has passed away. This is a person I'm taking care of. A new person, and after they pass away, well, the person I loved has already passed away. So it's sort of you go through grief before the death." So because and I think that's a very commonly accepted thing for family members of like Alzheimer's, dementia, is that you just kind of accept that like, okay, but the person they they were has passed away. So like, yeah, I mean, in a way, the you are your memories. Yeah. If you could take memories and put them in a different being, they would still be the same person, possibly. Unless it's Morgan Freeman having uh, mm-hmm. Hundreds of memories inside his head from different people. That's true. Oh, hey, yeah, call back yeah. to another episode. <laughs> yeah. hey, um, okay, solos. Yeah, as far as sci-fi goes, that kind of pretty much does it for me. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean oh, it's sure. got good. Yeah. yeah, it's got good sci-fi aspects to it. You know, I mean, cloning, uh, future evil, supposed aliens e- pretending to be evil, uh, evil you know, robots, evil robots, yeah, robots. Damn robot aliens. Damn robots. Uh, yeah, that is so. Uh, boys. Get off my planet. Do you quickly want to go around and just sum up the thoughts? Give it a quick good sci-fi, maybe a bad sci-fi. Maybe. Ooh, that's a new thing. I should try that. Yeah, good sci-fi or bad sci-fi. Um, I, um, I think it was actually, you know, I think I'm being fair in saying this. It's just like, it was good. It was good sci-fi. There was there were some interesting aspects about it. The way they presented the sort of plot was very obvious. It was kind of like a, you know, and the clone aspect kind of reminded me of Moon. It was sort of like a post-apocalyptic sort of like weird moon idea. You know, Moon with a Sim Rockwell. You have um, to get to the moon, Sam. <laughs> You have them get to the moon. Shut up, you! Shut up, you sex offender! Um, <laughs> you robot sex offender! Uh, oh wait, wait, write that down. That's a band name. Yeah, okay, robot but, sex <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, no, I thought it was good sci-fi, and I enjoyed the movie. I don't think it's you know a groundbreaking film, but it was really cool to watch. It's fun. You know? All right, thank you, Bill, Andrew. Yeah, I mean. I gotta agree with Bill. I mean, it's not. In fact, it's not a groundbreaking film since it just pulls in tropes from other successful movies, and yet 
also managed to be manages to be a successful movie with a really good cast and really solid sci-fi. I mean, I enjoyed it. You know, I would definitely uh, consider watching this again. So good sci-fi in my book. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, I liked it the first time I saw it. It was I was pleasantly surprised the first time I saw it. And then uh, mm-hmm. I watched it the second time. I knew I liked it. I don't remember much of the movie. I uh, remember some of the the obvious stuff. And I'm going through it and I still like the movie. It, it's still doing it for me. Um, I think, as, like you said, it has a great cast, Andrew. Um, yeah. It has a great score. Everything looks good. Sometimes that's all you need for it to be a good movie. All right. The script doesn't have to be great. It doesn't have to be groundbreaking in any sort of way. We know that it's super hard to be groundbreaking in science fiction nowadays. Mm-hmm. In fact, in most storytelling, it's hard to be original. Everything's going to be derivative of something else. It's just how it goes. Uh, you don't Definitely. always have to reinvent the wheel. Sometimes you could just do it, do it well. That was fine yeah, with Simps- that. The Simpsons has already done it. Yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, yeah, I think it was a good sci-fi, good movie. Um, I haven't seen anything else by this director. I don't think. What else has he done? Tron Legacy. Oblivion. Did, yeah, you said Tron Legacy. Only he's the doing, Brave. Uh, that's a firefighter. Only the Lonely. Yeah. Top Gun coming up. Escape from Spiderhead. And then he. Top- oh, he's doing. <laughs> Ooh, he did Maverick. Seen that one. Okay, cool. Uh, so I would love to see that. I think we were kind of talking jokingly of how can we make this a sci-fi movie, movie. <laughs> so we can cover it on the cast. We'll figure something out. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe we'll just start a new podcast where it's just Tom Cruise movies. Wait. He did a short video called Taco Bell Web of Fries. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Beautiful. I know uh, what I'm doing um, this okay. weekend. Okay, so <laughs> going to Taco Bell? No, yeah, I'm watching every single <laughs> every single commercial. Okay. Okay. Anyway, All right, okay, so, so next next week we're doing Avatar, right? Yes. So there you have it, folks. That Holy is our take shit. on it. Next week we are doing the the great great fucking film Avatar. And I don't care. Yeah, I don't Night care. Shyamalan. I don't care what you people have to say about this movie. You're not going to change my mind that it is probably one of the most groundbreaking films of human existence. I've never seen it. Oh, cool. That's going to be yeah, cool. Man, yeah, I yeah, managed get, to get, avoid get it. A, for, get, a, uh, get a really nice screen and watch it. Yeah. Oh, t- you get. You got to watch it the nice. Yeah, the biggest, baddest way possible. Do what you can. I know it's tough. Uh, I remember I, I was working at you, uh, you, the college, and we had that big auditorium. And um, one year, we ac- they actually did a viewing of Avatar in the auditorium, and I don't remember why, but I was not present. I was not able oh, to be there well, for that. Um, He's actually so refused we, to watch Avatar. There's, there's this <laughs> nice 4K TV in the living room with the sound system, so that, that actually That's will true. probably be good enough. Uh, okay, yeah. so yes, next week we are doing Avatar. I, don't, I think I put it on the schedule. I did. Yeah, it's on there. Followed uh, by the next week after Thanksgiving is The, the Martian. Martian. Which I can't believe the we haven't Martian. done that movie. I can't believe Oblivion. I can't believe Martian has Another escaped one this I cast. Seen. Dude, you're uh, you're at a good place right now, Andrew. You're coming up on a bunch of good stuff. I saved all of my uh, sci-fi movie watching for this show. <laughs> but these are considerably good sci-fi movies. Yeah. So Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah we don't sure. actually have to do the episode now. We already did it. Good sci-fi. Cool. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, man. I fucked up. Guys, don't. We'll just, we'll just take a few weeks. Here, I'll off bleep then. that out. Uh, okay. Um, so, yeah, I think that's where we're at. We got some crazy stuff coming up in December. I know there's some, some hot shit coming out. Uh, there's TV shows. I mean, fuck. In January, at some point, we're going to have to do The Expanse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Obviously, around Christmas, we're going to be doing The Matrix. Matrix is coming out. Uh, I believe Cowboy Bebop comes out this Friday, so we're going to have to get on Boom. that train. Yeah. Oh, man. Busy, busy, busy. Well, stuff to watch. Yeah, and guess what? It's not all Star Wars. Hooray. Busy okay. boys. Yeah. You remember like two years ago where all we did was Star Wars? Oh, yeah. For oh, yeah. Like I remember that and a half. November into December. That was mm-hmm. like. Which at first I was like, this is going to be awesome. I love Star Wars. By the end, I was yeah. like, I can't fucking stand Star Wars anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I was so excited when Disney bought it. I was like, all right, I'm going to get more Star Wars on my ass. It's going to be mm-hmm. great. And then it happened, and I was like, I could do it without Star Wars for a little while. I, I could do it without mm-hmm. Star Wars. Okay. All right. Okay, folks. Until next time. <laughs>